This is Simply Economics with Mark Pender and Mark Rogers from Econoday. The topic this week, of course, is Cyprus. Another event shocks the market to overshadow economic data and what was hopefully accelerating economic growth for the U.S. Mark, well, what do you make of it? Is Cyprus uh, in the past now? or? Well, let's recap quickly. Last week, and we were filming this um, Monday, Monday afternoon, but last week uh, the markets basically went up and down different days based on hopes and then dashed hopes regarding resolution of the banking crisis in Cyprus. Over the weekend there were positive developments and it looks like they're substantially close to resolution. But a key question is what is the impact in the rest of Europe on the resolution and is there any contagion to the U.S.? There are many potential points, but just a few key ones include Number one, the U.S. banking sector is in much better shape than it had been for quite some time. So there's really next to no risk for U.S. banks. Uh, But then there's the issue of the impact on Europe, and there's concern in other parts of Europe that the same type of haircut might be placed on deposits in other countries. So hmm. we're probably seeing some flight to safety from that. Do you think the manufacturing sector is going to be a, a positive con- uh, contribution? We've actually, that sector is actually on the uptrend recently. We had a very good industrial production number. We've even had some improvement in some regional manufacturing surveys. So what we want to focus on this week is going to be the durables report in terms of manufacturing. And there's a very good chance we'll have a very nice headline number thanks to improvement in Boeing orders. Uh, of course, we'll have to look at it beyond transportation, well, taking into account the transportation component. Well, they have. It's a big snapback. The Econoday consensus for uh Durables is 3.5% in the month, which is a huge gain. But the prior month, it doesn't even quite reverse the uh, 5.2% decline. However, if you strip out transportation where uh, commercial aircraft is is uh, categorized, we're, lo- we're looking for a 0.7% gain on top of a 1.9% gain in the month before. That's pretty good strength for, for right now. I think uh, markets would be happy to get that number. How's the capital goods sector doing it's been off and on, but, but it's been a little more off recently, and I believe it's strictly related to worries about the fiscal cliff. Uh, companies have tended since the recession to, to put more money in equipment than labor, and that's part of the reason why the labor markets have been sluggish. But I think lately the, the flatness has been due to what's going to happen with uh, sequestration and what's going to be the impact of the higher payroll taxes on the consumer sector. So they've been in a wait-and-see mode for the last few months. Home prices, is it going to be this year's wild card? It's already been this year's wild card. Uh, We've had substantial improvement both in FHFA and K. Schiller, 
for quite a number of months now. It, it, the gains have been steady, moderate. Prices are not yet where we want them to be, but consumers are starting to feel a little more confident due to gains in home prices and the rebuilding of home equity. So again, Case Shiller is coming out this week and markets will clearly be focused on that. Last week's existing home sales report was very interesting. Supply has been down a great deal uh, in the housing market, yet we saw a surge of supply. Uh, how is that just a one-on-one -on -one reflection of the rise in prices that people see the prices going up and they're saying, hey, let's get, in, let's get our house in the market? Absolutely. It's, it goes back to microeconomics 101, uh, a boost in prices being, brings in more supply and many homeowners who wanted to put their market, their home on the market, did not want to sell too low and now that prices are coming back, uh, they're a little more willing to put homes back on the market. And we can watch for the pending home sales index, which will come out 10 o'clock on Wednesday, to be a possible market mover, certainly. That's uh, data on the signing of uh, contracts to buy an existing home. Uh, tell me, to speak if you will on the separation between the new home sales market and the existing home sales market. Well, I'm not quite sure what you mean by separation. Well, the separation for the uh, economic growth growth. When you're building uh, homes for construction, you're adding to the store of, of assets. Right. Uh, in terms of growth of the economy, both new homes and existing homes add to growth when there's sales gains. Of course, with new construction, well, it's new construction. It has a somewhat stronger impact, well, clear, clearly stronger impact. You know, you've got home builders, construction workers, than furniture suppliers with gains, but even with existing home sales, there are gains to economic growth because typically there's preparation of the house in anticipation of putting it on the market and improving the looks and uh, rebuilding and, and doing maintenance. So there, there are gains there. Uh, so it's, it's good that we're seeing an increase of supply in the market it indicates confidence in, of consumers that there's improvement. Uh, but I think a key indicator that we're going to start focusing on more comes out later in the week for personal income. This is on Friday. That's on Friday. That's a tough day for the markets because that's uh, a good Friday. And Stocks are closed. Uh, but we're going to get the, but the government's open and we're going to get, not only that, we're going to get the consumer sentiment data, which is often a a market mover. I guess the reaction to that will have to come on Monday. Um, and so now, how does housing affect personal income? Well, basically, housing affects personal income. Uh, the personal income measure is for the total economy. It's, it's like the sum of individuals. So with gains in employment for construction workers, plus increased sales activity related to furniture and maintenance, that affects the income of those workers 
And we had an unusual dip in the early readings of consumer uh, sentiment readings, consumer confidence readings. It's not really clear why they're why they they've come down, especially given the strength in employment and the strength in the in the housing market. Is there uh, is this reflect the problems in Europe, uncertainties in Europe, or do the American consumer is he too, are they too insulated from Europe, or is it a sequestration issue? My personal issue is that it's primarily the sequestration issue, plus they're finally reading their uh, payroll check stub and realizing mm -hmm. that they're, they're not getting paid as much. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. And we had a recent bout with higher gasoline prices, though they have come down. Well, they're still high. Right, they're still high. So there's, there's back and forth in those measures. Um, resolution of sequestration would probably go a long way toward consolidating the improvement in the recovery. Well, let's wind up with the big question for Mark, and that is government policy right now, it doesn't seem to be very stimulative. We have uh, a sequestration, which is, uh, which is pulling back. Um, uh, on income, and it, is that at the same time we're having higher payroll taxes? This is, seems like almost something that you would think would push you into into slower growth. This is a very curious question. There, there's the traditional economist answer, which Ben Bernanke has stated, basically. Uh, citing the, the doctor's oath, first do no mm -hmm. harm, which basically his idea is whatever's done to resolve the federal deficit should not derail the current recovery, but in the long run, the deficit has to be taken care of. So the traditional economist concern would be, yes, there's less fiscal stimulus, however, just personal observation. Uh, a lot of this is very psychological. Uh, there are a lot of consumers who think, I went through a recession. I had a hard time. I had to cut back. I'm okay with the federal government tightening its belt. Mm -hmm. So there's this hard to define psychological effect. And, you know, there are going to be people on both sides of that. Um, so, I, it's not just numbers anymore, not that it ever was. And how big of an offset is the, the Federal Reserve's uh, aggressive stimulus? The cumulative um, offset, I believe, is sizable, quite sizable, the cumulative. There's a, there's a lot of question about the marginal effect of QE3 and QE4. But the vast majority of the Fed clearly is focusing on the high unemployment rate. They changed their guidance to where the, the next policy decision is going to be based on where the unemployment rate is or the overall labor market as long as inflation remains stable. Mm -hmm. So the cumulative impact has been sizable. It's played a key role in bringing housing back and it's boosted the stock market. Is it enough to make you bullish on the stock market? 
Uh, I don't like to give personal advice, <laughs> and I, I could quickly become a two-handed economist. Oh, right, right. Well, what's uh, your outlook for the stock market? The broader outlook, I believe, is good as long as the economy continues to consolidate and the recovery improve. There are always bumps in the roads. Uh, I don't think any notable economist expects any sizable uh, correction in equities. Uh, there are quite a few who think there can be some, you know, some you clearly notice, 5% or something like that, but nothing like 2008, where the conditions are nowhere near 2008. Um, so I'm optimistic about U.S. growth which means I'm optimistic about the stock market. You are optimistic about the stock market. Uh, there are going to be bumps in the road. So people are going to be investing in, uh, in things that they can find yield with and they won't, won't be keeping it, and the cash is not king right now? It depends on your time frame. Um, clearly, there can be some bumps in the road from Europe the next few months. And lack of resolution of sequestration. So cash may make sense the next few months. Well, thank you very much. That's Mark Rogers with Econoday, and I'm Mark Pender with Econoday. <laughs>